Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart, Vascular, and Thoracic Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. My name is Dr. Alan Klein from the Cleveland Clinic. I'm the director of the Center for the Diagnosis and Treatment of Pericardial Diseases. And it's my great pleasure to present the results of Rhapsody. This is the pivotal phase three trial of Rolanicept in patients with recurrent pericarditis. And I'd like to acknowledge my co-principal investigator from Italy, Dr. Massimo Imazio, as well as all the other authors, the investigator, the site staff, and, and of course, all the patients that were involved with the study. For those patients out there with recurrent pericarditis, let me fill you in what this is all about. Recurrent pericarditis is a chronic, debilitating, auto-inflammatory disease, often requiring months to years of treatment. There's no FDA-approved therapies at the current time. And nonspecific immunosuppressants are commonly used, such as NSAIDs, ibuprofen, colchicine, and corticosteroids. But corticosteroids are associated with significant morbidity. Interleukin-1 has been implicated as a key mediator of recurrent pericarditis. And Rolanicept, as shown over here, is a once-weekly IL-1-alpha and IL-1-beta cytokine trap. As shown in the diagram here, let me uh, tell you how, the, how this works. So, for example, if you get a viral illness and you damage the pericardial cell, what happens is the pericardial cell releases IL-1-alpha. This attracts macrophages, which is like white cells. And the macrophages activate what you call the inflammasome. The inflammasome secretes IL-1-beta. And the IL-1-alpha and beta uh, attach to the capillaries, the blood vessels, and cause capillary leak and inflammation. And if you had a drug that targets I1 alpha and beta, this may help patients suffering from recurrent pericarditis. Let me tell you about the Rhapsody trial. The Rhapsody trial was designed to test the hypothesis that monotherapy, single drug with Rolanicep, will be sufficient to resolve active episodes of recurrent pericarditis and also reduce the risk of the pericarditis recurrence. The trial was unique does it utilize a, a randomized withdrawal design? Acutely symptomatic patients, like you out there that are failing their background regimen of NSAIDs, colchicine, or steroids, were enrolled in a 12-week single-blind run-in period, which they received Rolanicept, while other pericardial medications were tapered and discontinued, including the steroids and colchicine and NSAIDs. Those patients that responded to the monotherapy Rolanicept were then randomized one-to-one -to, -one to either continue the Rolanicept or placebo in a double-blind, event-driven, randomized withdrawal period. What we looked at as a primary efficacy endpoint was basically the time to first 
adjudicated pericarditis recurrence. Those patients who experience recurrence of pericarditis could be given open-label bailout-relance in the study. And we also looked at major secondary efficacy endpoints related to patient symptomatology. And I should point out that there's a long-term extension period uh, to the study, which is ongoing up to 24 months, where patients can get open-label rolanosept. Who are these patients that were enrolled in the Rhapsody trial? These are patients that are, are very common to you in the community. It was a very well-balanced study. There was 57% female, 43% male, uh, mainly uh, Caucasian. And the average age was 44.7 years. The mean number of pericarditis episodes prior to Rome was 4.7. As you can see, patients were experiencing acute recurrence, despite 80% treated with colchicine and almost half that were on steroids. And these patients were experiencing very serious disease because the pericarditis pain score out of 10 was 6.2 and their C-reactive protein was 6 uh, 6, over 6 milligrams per deciliter. As well, they had 38% had pericardial fusion, 50% had a pericardial rub, and 19% had EKG changes. So who were enrolled in the study? Of 86 patients enrolled, 79 patients completed the run-in. Of those, 61 patients were eventually randomized in the randomized withdrawal period. The long-term extension period is ongoing for some of these patients. Now the results. As you can see in this slide, rolonisept initiation resulted in a very rapid resolution of the acute episode. During the run-in period, we saw a rapid and sustained reduction in both the pain shown in the purple bar and gray inflammation, the CRP, as soon as after the first dose of rolonisept. The median time to get the pain response was five days, and the median time for the CRP to normalize was seven days. Importantly, all patients who were receiving steroids at baseline successfully tapered off and were transitioned to single drug or monotherapy rolonisept within eight weeks. In terms of the primary efficacy endpoint, the study met this, as shown here. In total, there was a total of 25 events, only two in the rolonisept arm and 23 in the placebo arm. The median time to first adjudicated pericarditis recurrence in placebo patients was 8.6 weeks after randomization. And almost half of those who went on to suffer recurrence did so within the first month. In contrast, in the rolonisept arm, the median time to recurrence couldn't be calculated since there was not enough events. Statistically, the hazard ratio was 0.4 with a highly statistically significant p-value of less than 0.0001. This corresponds to a very dramatic 96% reduction in the risk of a recurrent pericarditis 
event. Of note, there were no reported recurrences for the remainder of the randomized withdrawal period in patients receiving bailout relonisept. And the annualized incidence of recurrence on treatment was reduced compared to pre-study. So that was the primary efficacy endpoint. Now the secondary endpoints. All three major secondary efficacy endpoints at week 16 were highly statistically significant. Of note, four times as many Rolanosep patients maintained the clinical response compared to placebo. From a patient quality of life perspective, 81% of patients receiving Rolanosep reported absence or minimal pericardial symptoms compared to 25% of placebo recipients. And finally, Rolanosep recipients reported 98% of trial days being pain-free or at most experiencing minimal chest pain versus 46% of placebo recipients. All these endpoints, the sensitivity analysis, were consistent out to week 24 with curve separation as early as week eight. So you may be asking, was this drug safe? Well, Rolanosep was generally well tolerated. The events were consistent with the known safety profile of Rolanosep. Of note, there were no drug-related serious adverse events and importantly, no deaths. Non-serious adverse events in four patients led to discontinuation all during the run-in period and not during the randomized withdrawal period. The most common side effect or events were injection site reactions and upper respiratory tract infections. So in conclusion, in the Rhapsody trial, for patients like you, like you in the audience with symptomatic recurrent pericarditis on NSAIDs, colchicine, and prednisone, and you're failing the standard of care therapy, these data demonstrate a very robust and dramatic treatment response to Rolanosept, including resolution of the acute episode, reduced risk of recurrence by 96%, a corticosteroid sparing effect, and finally, improved quality of life. So in terms of the perspective of how we treat patients with recurrent pericarditis in 2020, this study, the Rhapsody trial, could now represent a paradigm shift in how we treat patients, in that Rolanosept not only provided a steroid sparing effect to half the study population that were on steroids, but for in the future may obviate the need for steroids and go right to Rolanosept, despite having a recurrence with colchicine. Many of you out there may be asking, is Rolanosept currently available? Well, first of all, it is already approved as a drug called Arcalist in rheumatology for the CAP syndrome. But for recurrent pericarditis, it's undergoing regulatory review by the FDA and is considered breakthrough therapy. So we hope that within the year that this drug will be approved. I should also mention that the results of the Rhapsody trial will be published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback. Please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen at clevelandclinic.org 
slash loveyourheartpodcast. 